0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. We are so excited to be sitting down with these two boss babes, Anne and Van, based out of Canada, and they have a really awesome business called You and I Paint, and it really, I'm excited to learn more about it. It is taking paint classes
1: to the next level.
0: Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast,
1: a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share
0: business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life.
1: You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take
0: action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and your business. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. We are the
2: co-founders and owners of UNI Paint, where it's a sip and paint concept, but more upscale, more luxury. We include experiences to it. It's really wholesome. And I hope I get to have you guys join someday.
1: Yes, Uh, I'll I'll make a road trip to
0: Canada.
1: (laughs) Yes, it looks like such a like a fun experience, Mm -hmm. but also like you said, like luxury and I mean, you know, I've been following you guys on Instagram for a while and the setups you have, it's just beautiful.
0: Yeah. Very elevated. Cause you see a lot of paint and wine things, but y'all, y'all know what you're doing.
2: campaign's concept has already existed and now that you're saying it's so high-end it does look high-end and everything but ann and i didn't really have to try so hard we just added a little of our personality to it and our twist Yeah. yeah like it's just trying to get like people of all ages genders to come out and just kind of let go of all the headlines Mm -hmm. that have been going on just to kind of tune in into creativity where if they do enjoy the wine, then we always include the wine tasting as part of the experience. While they're painting in like gorgeous, majestic venues, sometimes we partner up, well, actually our main partnerships are with wineries around Ontario, where we're from. So we always look for really pretty venues. And then we're like, what do you have to offer? Like, what do you sell? So we're also selling their concepts too. It's very relaxing. It's, I wouldn't say it's extremely like educational, but it's more so like an experience more on, more the, than experience. on the art side. Yeah. yeah. Right. We like both, but I think we heavily focus on the experience.
0: Yeah. yeah. The so tell us a little bit, cause y'all launched this In 2020, when all COVID and all that stuff. So tell us a little bit about um, what y'all were doing before and how you came up with this idea and launched your business.
2: So Anne and I were both, we studied architecture. We've been working in that background for a very long time. And I believe, you know, once you do it for so long, you want change and you want to do something you love. The only thing we had in common was art. We both loved painting. We always did that on the side. Mm-hmm. And we sat down together and we thought about what kind of business would me and her as sisters start together, what, whether it's fashion, art. And I think the sip and paint concept was the one that stood out the most and we went to our first sip and paint date together we had fun we had a great time we had a great time and we're like you know what I think we can do this and then we can do this but with our own twist with our own touch and we want we have so much to bring to the table how can we make it a better experience so we thought about that but most importantly I also feel like as moms the corporate world just it was impossible almost impossible if we wanted flexible hours, mm-hmm. if we want to see them grow, mm-hmm. if we wanted to spend more time with them, having to be in an office for eight to nine hours a day while you're dismissing so much, you know, milestones from your kids that kind Absolutely. of spoke to us as mothers. And yeah. we said, you know what, we will never know if we don't start. Right. So mm-hmm. just before the pandemic hit, we kind of made it like a like a cold turkey. We quit our job. It was scary. Let me tell you that. Yes. Very scary. Yeah. We quit them and then but um, I think we had each other to support one another, yeah. whether it's mentally, yeah. um, financially. Our husbands are amazing. They supported us, so that helped as well. Of course. And yeah. together Ann and I had like each other whenever we had like a mental breakdown or something, you know, it's kind of really scary leaving that one job that you had for 10 years.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And then we started it and then the pandemic hit. So now we're like that's another oh, challenge. My <laughs> gosh! Like just quit our jobs, and now there's a pandemic. What the heck do we do? We were initially gonna, you know, go in person, but obviously now there's no such thing as in person mm-hmm. event because our business relies on people getting together. So we had to pivot, and we went completely virtual. Now we had access to worldwide, where we actually shipped. Um, so many paint kits to the States. Yeah. Um, which it was amazing. really cool. And then we did companies that had 500 plus employees and then they yeah. joined us. on zoom. It was really we, cool. We literally started learning and building our business as like, it was all through experience. Cause yeah. we never knew what paint kits were. Like we started and we're like, Oh, we're going to do this in person. But then the pandemic happened and then suddenly, Oh my God, we need to have paint kits. What, what's, what's in a paint kit. So we started doing that and then we had to get on zoom and we did all of this way before we started doing those in person. So we've learned so much through Mm -hmm. the pandemic. It was, I think for us, it's it's been (laughs) a a journey. It's It's been been a journey. journey.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know one thing that kind of caught my eye about you was that you have a good following on Instagram. I mean, you have a lot of followers and I feel like for such a Such a local business, you know, something that you physically need to go to. That was a lot of followers. I felt like so. It just it makes sense now that you had, you know, customers from all over the world. So I guess in a way, COVID, that whole situation was maybe somewhat of a blessing in disguise. um, Yeah, absolutely. You know,
2: Annie and I, like, we didn't really, especially because we just started, we didn't care so much about how much we were making. We didn't care about money. So the one thing we did is, especially during those times people were struggling Mm -hmm. stuck at home and so we hosted a lot of free public events yeah and then when you're doing free public events I feel like there's a lot of traffic everyone's signing up everyone's tuning in painting so that also helped us in a way because at the beginning making money was definitely not Our goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's doing something you love, but it's also giving back it's the value, it's what you bring to Mm -hmm. the consumer. Ben and I have been in tears during our pain sessions because we meet all sorts of people with all Mm -hmm. sorts of backgrounds where, like, when they say that the events made a difference in them, Ben and I were such suckers. We're like, we've definitely had, yeah, we've definitely (laughs) had so many experiences where both us cried at work yeah we've had cancer patients that were like oh my god this is the best day, best day of my life I haven't been out for like three years this is the first mm. time I went out and they're in tears so now you're in tears yeah and it's moments like this and of it's not really just a job really you're just making a difference in people's lives and that's something that would have never happened if we stayed with our corporate jobs mm-hmm. touching people in a different way which is amazing
1: Exactly. So do you, as far as the events go, are you, because I know you paint as well. So are you the ones teaching the classes?
2: Yes. So me and Anne both teach. However, we just recently were expanding our team, which is really nice. So we have two artists yeah. Like with us. So yeah. there's four in total. So I'm in training still. So. Some are in training. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have three to four events a day. And Oh wow. Yeah. And then before before we say no to the client, we reach out to our artists and say, Hey, can you do this event? Yada yada. We get them all connected. And then yeah, like it's been it's been insane. Like where we've had Ben had, you know, she's in this city and I'm in this city. And then our mm-hmm. other artists in a different city while we're like, you know, working on this brand, it is definitely like a different kind of pride that we feel. Um, But obviously, we, we aspire to eventually grow even bigger, where we can have the service in more than one city, more than one province, and hopefully,
0: you know, international, hopefully into the state. Yeah. Are y'all still doing like the paint kits or any of those things that you were doing during COVID? Or are you just focusing on the in person experiences?
2: So we are focusing on the in-person event. However, we do have the option. So if there's a company out there, a corporate company or anyone that doesn't feel comfortable coming to our in-person events, we definitely have that option. The popularity has gone down. It's not so it's not as popular for it's sure. Having a business, it's almost like it's constantly needs pivoting. It's constantly yes. shaping. Like it's stressful in a way because it's always changing and you never know like what tomorrow can hold based on the demands and stuff like that. It's, it's almost like the customer speaks to you and based on what they need is what we do for them.
0: Yeah. And we were talking about that yesterday about how, you know, as a business owner, you have to change and you have to evolve and you have to grow to keep up with the times. So yeah, that's definitely an important important thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know y'all are moms. So tell us a little bit about how you juggle mom life and running your business. So
2: I'll give you a quick example. Just about when we first started, what was it, 15 minutes ago, we had to kick everybody to the neighbor's house, (laughs) including the dad.
0: So
2: (laughs) you're just constantly hustling. (laughs) Motherhood is kind of one of those things where you don't know until you're in it. Things always seem to work out somehow, you know, in a miraculously way. They just like they just work out, whether it's, you know, grandma's drop off or like you drop them to husband's job for like an important meeting or an important job or something like both Ben and I work full time on the business. But Mm -hmm. we also have the whole summer with the kids. Yeah. And then like my daughter will come up to me like mom, you're always on your laptop and I don't <laughs> and I look at her I'm like Scarlett, did we not just go on vacation? And she like, <laughs> Yeah. If mommy didn't work every now and then, we just would never be able to do anything. Right. So I'm like, you know, sometimes we have to sit down and explain to them why we're so mm-hmm. busy. Whereas like if we were tuned out in, in a completely like a corporate office, they wouldn't see that. But because right. they get to see right. us so much. Sometimes it's a little bit harder. I think it helps that Anne and I are very, very close. We're always at each other's homes. And if I have to babysit, sometimes she babysits. We have a big supportive family, like Anne said. My mom helps. Our husbands. So it's good. We're managing. Like, you know, I don't want to say we're superheroes. I think we do work really, really, really hard to make it work. But at the same time, we have been blessed with support. I think other moms should understand that, that you do need help.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's been a constant advice from I feel like every guest we've had so far that's a mom is that don't be afraid to ask for help because Mm -hmm. you cannot do it all on your own.
2: At the end of the day, it's a similar concept to being in an airplane. You got to put the mask on yourself before you help others. If you're constantly burned out, really, what output are you putting out there? You're not putting your best version. So being okay with asking for help is Mm -hmm. the first step to Acknowledging that it needs a lot of work and you can't do it on your own.
0: Right. Love
1: it. Are there, I have to ask just because it's something I thought of, but since you are sisters and I mean, you seem close Mm -hmm. and like best friends and obviously you love working together, but have you come across any issues working or, you know, owning a business together? Absolutely.
2: So there, there have been issues maybe now that we're partners even less than when we weren't in business because now in our mindset in our mind we're like okay we we need to get along yeah before we used to we used to get along very well don't get me wrong but obviously as sisters you always have your little you know um bickering certain things and differences but I feel like since we started this job we're the same obviously you don't change but we manage it a little bit better 'Cause we're like now we're not just sisters, we're also partners. But also, to be fair, we're the same but we're very different. So yeah. for example, you know, Ben is a dreamer and she has the aesthetic version of our sip and paint. Yeah. Like what you see on social media is because Ben had envisioned it in her head mm-hmm. but i'm more of like the doer she's the engine she'll make it work so i'll say something and then he's like okay let me think about it and she'll like sit there and start <laughs> plugging in her or whatever and then she'll make it work mm-hmm. so i feel like we both have our tasks yeah and we don't really get into each other's nerves like that if i want to do something i'll think about it i'll whatever do mm-hmm. my part and then i'll let Anne know and then ann gets to work mm-hmm. so because of this i feel like we're we're good. We don't have different opinions about certain things. We literally are the same person. I think about it. We're the same person, but because we're so different in the, in the,
1: like how we work. Yeah. We don't conflict too much. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the perfect, like dream team.
2: Yes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I think so.
1: And so are you ladies.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you. I know you talked a little bit about how you got started and COVID happened, but is there any other challenge that y'all have come across in business that you have overcame and how did you do so and how did it change you? Um,
2: yes. Challenges start from day one, but here's, here's the kind of challenges Ben and I used to face in the beginning. Rejection. A lot of rejection. People didn't know your concept existed. So there's no social proof. Why would a venue believe in you if you're just coming out with an idea? So initially starting something, yes, you may believe in yourself, but after so much rejection, you tend to be disencouraged. Of course, there's been so many times where Ben and I have been completely like bummed out or discouraged during the process, but three years now we have become somewhat resilient and we, rejection is part of the game. Now yes. we know that. <laughs> oh my God. Is it ever? So like what we've noticed is that for each rejection that happens, a, it builds more fire and fuel yeah. and C, you know what not to do versus it kind of like it's life's way of teaching you that this concept doesn't work. This doesn't yeah. work. It kind of just, you know, it's almost like you need it in order to grow. Otherwise mm-hmm. I don't know. If yeah. if everything is like smooth and, and goes well then you're not really growing, then you're yeah. not really growing or learning because Ben and I don't have any background in business. Zero. <laughs> Accounting was my was my like most hated class. Yes. I didn't show up because I'm like assets and deductibles. I'm like, what? I'm out of here. So like funny enough, now that we started a business, we have to wear so many friggin' hats. Mm -hmm. From labor, accounting, to marketing, to sales, to customer service, to aesthetics, to everything. You name it, everything. So because of that, because we're not really strong in certain departments of our job, of course, you'll face, you know, like uh, hardship. However, if you don't face these hardships, you will never learn. Failure and rejection is definitely like part of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. And you have to build that thick skin because, I mean, if you give up after somebody rejects you, you just have to know you have to get thick skin and keep on trucking along.
2: Mm-hmm. Honestly, it helps a lot that we're together. Cause I feel like if someone rejected me and if I was alone, I would probably like cry in my car. But when we're <laughs> together, we make fun about it and we start laughing. We're like, Oh, okay. We lose their loss. You know I mean? We move on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I it helps that we're together. Yeah. Nothing feels impossible. I think mm-hmm. now that we're together. Yeah. And, <laughs> and simultaneously like one door closes a better one opens yes. and that's just kind of like naturally it happens
1: that way yes yes it all happens for a reason yeah absolutely so as far as marketing and like promoting your events and stuff I know you guys are on Instagram is that your primary social media platform are you on like TikTok or anything else so our TikTok game is very sad. We have
2: about twenty <laughs> followers, and they're all family and friends. <laughs> yeah, we um, don't really focus on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We do a lot of marketing ads on Facebook. Yeah, yeah we do marketing. But things. I think mostly um, when it comes to reels and pictures, we focus on mostly on Instagram. Yeah, and then there's obviously the cold calls, the showing up in somebody's door and saying, "Hey, like we have yeah. an opportunity for corporate job." And I mean, yeah. like aside from our uh, public events. We also do a ton of private as yeah. well as corporate events. And that's kind of yeah. like, we rely on word of mouth a lot too. But of course, like we were, you know, working with another marketing firm where we're going to take it to the next step. And then hopefully that could be something of use as well. But we also have a website. So our Google SEOs and items like that where like when people research us, we'll show up.
1: And how many events, like I know you said you did you sometimes have several events a day. How many would you say on average you do in a week?
2: Like three. Cause the thing is most of them are on the weekends. Yeah. So that's why like Saturdays would be so popular for us. They're probably all going to be on Saturday and we have one on Friday, one on Sunday. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say, say about three, two to three, on two to average. three on average. And then we have our busy season. and That's like crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: If you had any advice for a fellow entrepreneur out there, what would your advice be?
2: Honestly, for me, the biggest thing is to believe in yourself. Me being, well, first of all, as an immigrant who came here, who went to school, who was very happy that I had my first job, which is a corporate job, obviously. There was never a time in my life where I thought I was going to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I saw other people being entrepreneurs, but I never believed that that could be me one day because I'm like, oh, no, me running my own business. Are you serious? Just I want to go to work. They told me what to do. I do it and I leave because somewhere in my mind, I didn't think I was good enough to start my own business. So I never thought about it. I'm a creative person, but I always blocked that part because I didn't believe in myself. And about three years ago, when someone mentioned it, a friend of mine mentioned, hey, man, like you're so creative. You're an artist. Why don't you start your own business? I turned it down straight away. So when I started this business with Anne, this was because I did a lot of, what is it? Soul searching. A lot of, you know, I read some books about, you know, your mindset change. She encouraged me. Otherwise, I probably would have never started my own business. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, you need to believe in yourself. And if other people can do it, why not you? You know, Mm -hmm, anyone can do it. You just have to believe in yourself and go for it. And my advice would be that an idea is nothing if you don't put in the work. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we get lured by like all these like easy steps, become an entrepreneur in this thing you're going to buy or like become this, become that. That's all noise, block it. I would say like find what you're a passionate about or be even better, what you're good at. And then once you find that concept, I would suggest nothing makes a business other than consistency. Yeah. Because there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who start something, I but then bad. when life gets a little bit hard, they mm-hmm. give up because they think that, you yeah. know, you know, this is not meant for me. Yeah. But with anything, you need to be completely consistent. Because think about it. When we have our nine to five, when it's raining, we don't feel like going. It's not like we can be like, oh, I'm just going to stay home today because mentally I'm not there. But you still have to show up to work. You still Mm -hmm. have to work the eight hours. And why can't you do that for your own baby, your Mm -hmm. own business? Mm -hmm. So my advice would be every single day you wake up and even if you're putting a little bit of effort, at least it's something. And with that, it's almost like you're building these tiny blocks into like a whole massive building or, or something that will be, Enough for you. So consistency is one of the most important things. And honestly, just start. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who always wait for the right time or like yeah. I'm not ready yet. There will never be right time. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I need to educate myself. I need to take a course. No, you do not need anything. You kind mm-hmm. of have to start, like throw yourself at it and learn along the way. Yeah, that's so, so. So you you can't just be perfect and oh my god, I'm ready to be a business person. And now I can start. No, you yeah. literally just start and it's learn exactly along motherhood. Like it's exactly yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't prepare for If you can start by your own and not have a partner, I think that's probably the best way because partnership is really hard. I'm not talking about me and Anne because sometimes me and Anne, are like, damn, like, you know, we go through hardships too, right? But if she wasn't my sister... I always wonder, like this is hard. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine going through this with someone else because Anne and I are together twenty four seven. Right. So, partnership is very hard. Make sure you choose or a partner you like. That, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you choose someone you like because you're living with those people. Literally, it's not mm-hmm. just a business. You're going to be with them twenty four seven. You have meetings. You'll you have to see them so much. So, make sure that you choose people you like. Make sure you're doing something you love. Otherwise, so easy to get. It gets about. hard. It gets yeah. hard. It's easy to get up. But of course, like finding the right person is always important to it's work with so only it's because all those things. like Ben said, you see their ugly side, you yeah. see their happy side, you see their sad side, you see their depressed side. And you have to be with them a lot. <laughs> and you have to juggle that. But starting something is wonderful. It does have its fruit. And and my whole motto in life is that freedom equals money to me. It's not actual money, it's just having the freedom. To mm-hmm. have flexibility around my lifestyle, around my children, I'm not gonna aspire to have a yacht or like to whatever. Maybe hopefully, if that yes, comes, it's a bonus. You but- me it. yeah. I dream, I dream big, and she's the one that's always like, calm down, <laughs> <laughs> calm down. So no, it's okay. For sure, I do all the manifesting for both of yes, us. We'll have the yacht. <laughs> that's
1: where we're different. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> What would you say to somebody that is sitting here thinking like they're listening to your story and they're like, well, you know, they were able to do this because of their background, their career life. So, you know, they're successful with this because of their background. What would you say to somebody that kind of has that mindset? So there is not a single time in our current
2: business where we actually applied any physics or architectural <laughs> concepts or mechanics into our current uh, careers. And honestly, it has nothing to do with your background. And and quite funny is that the most successful, and I'm not saying like we've made it, heck no, but the most successful people out there have either dropped out or they've never been to school or they come from the weirdest weirdest backgrounds where they have experienced nothing but hardship they started from nothing it really is up to how much desire you have to grow and you just have to take it from there one step at a time don't start today and be like oh i'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow or i'm gonna be a successful entrepreneur by tomorrow don't do it for the money do it because you will love it and you really want it yeah absolutely and then just Build on it every single day. Wake up, remember why you started it. Always reflect back to the initial desire and just reapply it every day, every day. It's not gonna happen. You know, Rome wasn't built in one day. Awesome. Yeah. Oh,
1: I love it. I love you guys. I feel like you need your own, like, reality show. Yeah. We've been like thinking about it, but we don't know who to contact she's or where to go. She's I know. Crazy. I've
2: been mentioning it since day one and shut down the idea, like, always. She always does. But then I'm like, you know what? I want to be on TV. I want to have my own reality show too. Oh, yes.
0: I can see it. Absolutely. I can see it. Definitely. Yes.
1: Well, ladies, if um, anybody wants to contact you, reach out to you, follow you, where can they find you?
2: Okay, so our website is paint. That's Y O U A N D I Paint. Or you can follow us on Instagram at UNI Paint, as well as on Facebook as UNI Paint Inc. Inc. Look at the end. But when you have any American listeners, if you guys are ever in Canada, Ontario, Hamilton, yes. we would love to have you over, and I'll give you a really generous discount. So yeah. and we do hit me up on Instagram, you and I paint, and then message me. Thank you for listening to our mommy show.
1: Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See in two weeks have a good day